the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. Best part of waking up. No, it's not Folgers in your cup. It's Urban Meyer getting fired. Lundy, I was so excited. Uh, I leapt out of bed, didn't even know the reason why as of yet. I fired up the old geek machine, pull up the Twitter box, and I see the headline that Meyer is out. And I will say this, folks. I know there were no player pops yet for James Robinson, but over, over, and over again, I'm all in. Thank God it happened. Oh, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that Shad Khan finally came to his senses and realized that he needed to get rid of that dipshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kicking players. Uh, his his kicker makes some kicks, you dipshit. Like what? What is that? Yeah, you treat I, him I like just, children. The, the entire the entire uh, experiment, and I'm using the air quotes here, uh, of Urban Meyer. Okay, we're done. We can all wash our hands of that. Let's let him go. Uh, do frankly anything else. Go flip uh, some burgers. Please, yeah, that's do, what you should do, be doing right now. Do something. Go go invest your money in a strip club so you can get lap dances whenever <laughs> you want. I mean, I don't really give a crap what you do. Just get out of the NFL, especially with a franchise that, let's face it, Brad, uh, I mean, you can go back to the Mark Brunel days. You can, I mean, you can find some yeah. pockets where Jacksonville um, has been a good team, and it wasn't that long ago that they were a good team. Um, but – this is a franchise that needs some stability. They, I mean, they, they need that. They need, they to need get themselves. Byron Leftwich. That's yes. who they need. They, I, I would agree with that. I think Leftwich would be great. Um, I, I think he could come in and he's got ties to that. Like, I just think overall that franchise needs help. And the answer is not urban Meyer, but uh, you and I, <clears throat> excuse me, have wasted way too many words at the beginning of this podcast. True on the Jaguars, so let's move on. Yeah, again, though, uh, watch out for those James Robinson player props. Once they surface, break out the old sledgehammer against the Houston Texans. I bet he gets fed here in Week 15. Oh, speaking of, let's get to it with the kickoff of the week on Thursday Night Football, and it could be a lot of electricity in the air at SoFi Stadium. Here is a line. Kansas City now laying three and a half. <laughs> yeah, army mateys. I have arrived. Uh, we did not have Captain Hook yesterday. Really, the entire week. It was pretty much Casey minus three. Now it's minus three and a half. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, army mateys. I make a second appearance. Uh, as the hook has come in, too, on the total, was at 52 for much of the week. Now at 52.5 at DraftKings Sportsbook. So, Lundy, with double hooks and play here, give me a game score prediction, my man, and a pick on the side. Uh, Hook's not coming into play in this one. All right, you wow. can you can you can play your little you know your 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 little acting job there with your with your pirate voice, but I'm saying Hook <laughs> does not come into play uh, in either uh, in either instance here. I'm taking Kansas City to win this one, 27-21. So I'm on the under, and I think Kansas City wins, and the Hook doesn't matter. Oh, man, I'm going to go actually here. I'm going to take the Chargers on the money line. I think they're going to take this thing straight up. And at tape time, that is a cool plus 150. So uh, if you're not uh, a member of Team Huevos, if you don't have the Huevos Gigantes more team reasons, uh, then you might want to fade that declaration. But I think the Chargers are going to take this thing straight up. I think it's going to be lower scoring than people expect. Uh, I got a 26 26- to 23 LAC as they defend the home turf there inside SoFi Stadium. With that, let's get to it. Bartender, 
bartender. Pour me another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. It is a hashtag Tequila Thursday here on the pod. And let's go ahead and start off with a shot that packs a lot of buzz. And it may be not a name that you're looking at the player props market, but this is a soft line. Josh Palmer, give me the over. 14 and a half receiving yards, minus 115, Lundy, at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, Palmer, for a lot of those people out there who play fantasy football, maybe you picked him up last week and plugged him into your lineup because Keenan Allen was on the COVID-19 list. Now, Keenan is back. Uh, he's going to have no limitations. He had no repercussions at all. Uh, Mike Williams uh, didn't even make the injury report that we had a heel issue. So, full complement of options here. Uh, for Mr. Justin Herbert. We'll see about Austin Eckler's status. He is a full-blown game-time decision. But even with Keenan on the field, even with Mike Williams on the field as well, Palmer has cruised past this number. Obviously did it last week with the uptick in usage. But before that, he was routinely cashing in on this over on the ticket. Over in six of his last seven, he's ran at least 13 routes in five of his last seven contests as well. I know Kansas City has tightened the screws defensively through the air, but we're talking about like one catch here, Lundy, for 15 yards, and we cash a ticket. So fade or follow, and I have double-united this sucker on the over 14.5 receiving yards for Josh Palmer, minus 115 at DK. You normally have to pay extra for the double unit. Um, I'm going to go with the follow on this one because I think he does it in one catch. I could totally see this being uh, like his stat line against the Steelers. One catch, 17 yards. That's all we need. Just right there. Boom. We're cashing a ticket. We're, we're moving ahead. Uh, so I, I like I like this one. It's such a low threshold. I think that there are people that are concerned about that return of Keenan Allen. Uh, I have concerns about Eckler being the game time decision and how that's going to influence uh, the Chargers offense overall. But Palmer, yeah, piece of cake, 14 and a half. Uh, as Brad said, double unit that bad boy. Uh, to quote another Palmer, Robert, simply irresistible. Number four. All right, moving on. Let's get in another player prop here, Lundy. And I'm going to live in the land down under on Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to take the under at 284.5 pass yards, uh, minus 125 at BetMGM. And you know what? I pulled this line last night, and I'm going to look it up here in real time because I know there's been some movement here this morning. On this pass yards prop, yes, in fact, it is down to 280 and a half uh, at minus 110 at FanDuel, a little heavier juice at BetMGM at minus uh, 118 on that. You know what? I would still take the under on the 280 and a half. Uh, this line had opened at 281 and a half, and it climbed to 289 and a half at some of the books and has now crawled back under where it began. And honestly, it's where it should have been all along. Mahomes have been under this in nine of 13 games and six of his last seven. And if you go back to week three in the first matchup between these two intra-divisional foes, 260 yards and a hat trick of touchdowns. Uh, LAC may have Derwin James back in that secondary. They may get Asante Samuel Jr. back as well. They're going to test out uh, their injuries and warm-ups. And if they are given the green light, this secondary, which is still pretty stout, gets even stronger on the season. Chargers giving up to 6.90 pass yards per attempt, 222.5 pass yards per game. Only two quarterbacks have gotten in the 280s. That was Kirk Cousins and Joe Burrow. Uh, I think Mahomes, if you think he's going to come out and just uh, pepper the opposition with explosive pass plays, you might want to check yourself 
before you wreck yourself and your bankroll. So, Lundy, fade or fall, let's use the adjusted line here. 280.5 pass yards. I'm on the under. Again, pull this one at FanDuel at minus 110. You've got a really ridiculous playlist this morning. You I just do. went from Robert Palmer to Ice, Ice Cube. Cube. Yep, correct. Yeah, that that's a that's a weird. There was transition. some minute work in there too. You know, living in the land down under. Yeah, we got to we got to figure out how to do the segues here uh, <laughs> between because right now you you're like me with my Sirius XM channels where I'm just bouncing <laughs> all over the place. Um, I'm gonna follow on this one. I obviously like it better up at 284 and a half at DraftKings. By the way, it's at 279 and a half. Wow. It's already down at DK. Um, so this thing's just been bouncing all over the place. I think he finishes in the 270s, um, and that is why I, I'm, I'm okay with 280 and a half. Uh, I, I just feel like that's right where he's going to finish. I, I don't know that it's going to be as low as the, uh, you know, as 250, 260. I think he's, I think he creeps up a little bit. Um, but to your point, you and I are both on the under in this game, and yep. because of that, you've got to correlate, correlate, bring it all together. Yeah, uh, you've got to make sure that you uh, uh, that you're taking that into account when you're doing your player props for tonight so um now that said brad and i could be uh you know completely ostrich head buried in the sand and this thing could finish you know like 42 to 40 i mean you know we could be completely wrong i don't think we are but you know it's happened before that is an entirely correct and here's another random musical reference bet the under and make those dollar dollar bills y'all Number three. All right, moving on. Uh, the human jukebox is going to go silent now. Let's uh, just talk about Tyreek Hill. I could go Salisbury Hill on you again, but we already used that with Taysom. So uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Maybe Cypress Hill, insane in the membrane. That, that could also apply here because I'm taking the under on Tyreek. 80.5 receiving yards, Lundy. Minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, and this thing has juggled uh, quite a bit this week. It was as high as 83.5, as low as 79.5, kind of settling in between here at this 80.5 line, and I'm still going under. Again, could get James back, could get Samuel back in that secondary. Go back to week three for Hill. Seven targets, five catches, 56 yards, and not find the end zone. And in that game, it was Tavon Campbell who covered him most often. And Campbell this season has been generous, giving up a 106.7 passer rating to his assignments. But Hill has been under this in 9-13, and only six wideouts have gotten into the 80 mark or higher against LAC in this uh, stingy secondary this season. So Tyreek Hill, Summer's way too aggressive. He has been a king of inconsistency this season, and I think that will continue and tuck under and comfortably so. So fade or follow, Tyreek Hill under 80.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at DraftKings, and it does correlate nicely with that Mahomes under. It does. Uh, it does play uh, very nicely into the Mahomes under. Uh, this is one that has me a little bit nervous, only because uh, you know we know that he can do it on on a you know he, we know he can do fifty five of this on a catch. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen in this game tonight. I think the Chargers' defense and the secondary will keep that from happening. So I'm going to stay with the under on this one. I wish I had a little bit more of a buffer because eighty is just the number that is blinking in my head like a neon sign, uh, and so I don't want to be sweating this one out late um so i do wish there were a little bit more of a hook but as it stands right now i think his stat line comes in under i think he finishes somewhere around 76 77 but if he got to 80 i would not be surprised stay tuned for our top picks in thursday night football plus bonus time across the nhl nba and college hoops 
number two. All right, Lonnie, let's get back to the Chargers and Chiefs. Colossal matchup here under the primetime lights. Uh, and give me Justin Herbert. And no, it's not passing yards. It's not passing touchdowns. It has nothing to do with his arm. Everything to do with his legs. And I'm going to take the over on nine and a half yards for his longest rush. That's kind of a random one. A minus 120 at tape time available at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, the only evidence I really have here to justify this election, Lundy, uh, he has been over this 12 times this season. That's it. Uh, all I need is the Chiefs to dial up the heat, which they've done pretty often this season. I know they're not going to have Jones, who is on the COVID-19 list, coming off the edge. But if they can get inside, try to collapse the pocket, Herbert can uh, exude some escapability, call his own number, chew some real estate, one play, boom, cash that ticket. So I think it's going to happen tonight. He has been scrambling more here these last three to four games, and I think that trend will continue. So, Lundy, again, this is a random one. Over nine and a half yards longest rush, minus 115 at DraftKings, fade or follow. I will fade on this one. I think he. Uh, I think he's going to tuck underneath this number. I do think that he's going to scramble, um, but I don't think it's going to be to the level where he's got one that is, you know, super long type of rush. Uh, like his over under on his rushing yards is 15 and a half on DK right now, juiced slightly to the over. I would be more inclined, Brad, to see him get. Uh, you know, like a six yarder, then maybe another five. And he does a couple of sh- he does a, a few short ones that add up and get above the 15 and a half. Then I am to think that he's going to get 10 plus on one carry. So I'm going to fade you on this one. I-, I do like the over in his rush yards at 15 and a half um, on the total there. And like I said, it's juiced up a bit. It's minus 125 at DK. Uh, but I'm going to stay uh, under on the longest rush that you're going to uh, dance uh, with here with Mr. Herbert. Get to the sticks. Mr. Herbert. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, my top play on the board, and it has everything to do with the second fiddle to CEH, and that is one Daryl Williams. Uh, and I'm going to take the over on 16 and a half receiving yards. Uh, best juice in the industry right now at a BetMGM at minus 115. This is another line that has moved up and now has slid back down. It got as high as 18 and a half. Uh, a couple of days ago, and is now back to where it opened at 16 and a half. And I multi-uited this wager as well. It's a two-unit bet for me on the over. Uh, you look at what Williams has done here as a receiver. Uh, he's been prolific. He's playing right around a third of the snaps since Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's return off of the IR. Uh, and But he's running a ton of routes. 28 in total over the last couple of games. Now you go back to the first matchup. No, he didn't have a really well-defined role back in week three against LAC. Caught two balls for 11 yards, but he's been over this in six of his last eight. And the Chargers are giving up 4.1 receptions per game and 29.1 receiving yards per game. CH more or less an afterthought as a receiver gets a couple of catches here and there. But Williams on those swing passes has been downright lethal. This could be a single-play payday here in the end here, Lundy. So I think he gets uh, at least three catches. And look, if you like this, a little early burn is time. Correlate, synergize, bring it all together. I like the over two on two and a half receptions at plus 120. So fade or follow, uh, give me your thoughts on both of these. Daryl Williams over 16 and a half receiving yards and match it together with the Daryl Williams over as well, two and a half receptions at plus odds. The receiving yards, again, minus 115 at Ben MGM. 
Not a fan of the receptions. Really? Think it's going to be two exactly? I think it's going to wind up being two on the nose. Uh, Um, And I think that's part of the reason why you see it juiced up to the plus 120. Now, at plus odds, would it be worth it to correlate and throw like a half a unit bet on it? Maybe so. But I'm not – I think he's going to wind up finishing right at a pair of catches. But I do like the over, especially now that it's dipped back down to 16 and a half. Um, I I mean, just looking over the course of the last, say, four or five weeks – of play for the Chargers. Dalvin Cook had 24. Alexander Madison did it on one catch um, and had 24. Najee Harris did it. Javante Williams did it. In fact, Javante went for 57 um, in terms of receiving against them. Saquon did it. Uh, Devontae Booker did it. I mean, so we're talking about even, and and I'm, I'm bringing up those other names to, to make your point, Brad, about the idea that it can even be a second fiddle running back that does it because again we're talking about madison that did it we're talking about Devonte booker that did it um so it doesn't even have to be the featured back per se out of the backfield um you know you can mix it up you can bring in the secondary guy and you can take advantage of this chargers front so i like the over on the yardage little bit i don't know jim uh on the reception <laughs> we shall see again I, it's hard for me not to get seduced by the juice and and just doing a quick uh, bit of accounting at caesars on the over two and a half receptions plus 130 man ah, that's extra again simply irresistible going back to old robert palmer uh before we get out of here lundy bonus time i know you got some action in the nhl it's a light slate in college basketball we'll work in a pick there and the nba and i got a slew of additional picks for thursday night football but by all means take the floor my man you know, you call me a friend, but I'd never hear from you if I had no loot. All right, um, <laughs> let's roll here. Starting with Thursday Night Football, one of my favorite props that I've got for tonight. I think Justin Herbert throws at least one interception uh, in this game tonight, and you can get that at just standard juice at a minus 110. It's available at a bunch of the books, uh, and they all have it basically at the same juice at the minus 110. Herbert's thrown a pick in four out of his last five games, but Kansas City's defense has a pick in at least a pick in eight straight mm. games. Mm. Um, so I think they can bait Herbert into a mistake. It could even be one of those funky ones, right? Like the ball goes off, you know, it, it Jared Cook tips it. It's in the air and somebody comes yeah, down somebody with it. One of those kind it. of things. Yep, yep. Um, but it just standard juice for a guy that's done it four out of his last five games and a defense that is on a roll right now with takeaways uh, through the air. Uh, I'm going to, I've got a bet on that one. That is one of my favorite uh, sort of off the beaten path props. Uh, in tonight's uh, game is for Herbert to throw at least one pick. Uh, Over to the ice we go. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, uh, I've told you folks, uh, continue to bet him for an anytime goal. Uh, I have seen it as high as plus 144 for an anytime goal out of Mac. Um, And that uh, juice is at FanDuel. Now, some of the books do not have the player props posted yet for this game. And part of the reason for that is that yesterday the news came out that the Nashville Predators, that's who the Avalanche are playing tonight in Nashville, uh, had six players and six staff members test positive. Wow. Um, So, like I said, FanDuel has the props posted up. Um, A lot of the books uh, have the game posted, but don't necessarily have the props posted yet. Probably waiting to see exactly what Nashville is going to do with their lines uh, or something along uh, that stretch. But uh, like I said, FanDuel, anytime goal, plus 144 for Nathan McKinnon. The other one I like, by the way, which is at the exact same payday of plus 144. The first time these two teams played earlier this season, uh, Miko Rantanen had a hat trick. So if you want to go for him for an anytime goal, you could do the same thing. Then let's get crazy. we got a couple of heavy favorites tonight, but if you 
you put them together on a two-leg parlay, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Edmonton Oilers slap both of them together uh, on the money line. That pays at a plus 137. And if you really want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, throw San Jose in there as well and turn it into a plus 320. Hmm. Very nice. I like a ton of action there in the NHL. All right, uh, let's tack on here for Thursday Night Football, uh, the old poop scootin' boogie. Uh, that's what Patrick Mahomes is going to do because every time he runs, it looks like he's got to go number two. Uh, I'm going to take the over on 17.5 rush yards. Uh, some of the books is at 18.5 right now. Standard juice across the board, but I think he's going to cross a 20-yard threshold. LAC, eighth highest pressure rate on the quarterback in the NFL this season. Elsewhere, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I took the over on 50.5 rush yards. That has now climbed to some books at 53.5, 54.5, shop around. I would play this up to like 56. Six and a half for him. Why? Well, the biggest vulnerability for the Chargers this season, defending the run, giving up 4.61 yards per carry, 119.5 rush yards per game to the running back position. 14 dudes on the ground have gone over this against them, including CH, who went for 17 for 100 yards back in week three. I think he hits the 60-yard mark tonight. Uh, And then the last one for Thursday night football for me, Travis Kelsey over 64 and a half receiving yards. He's just due. He's flat out due, Lundy. Tore up the Chargers in the first matchup. 11 targets, 7 catches, 104 yards. Uh, One of the biggest areas outside of the run where LAC is a struggle is over the middle in coverage, uh, where they've given up 57.2 yards per game to the tight end position. So I think after back-to-back three-catch, 27-yard efforts, Kelsey has a big night tonight. Uh, probably flirts with 70, 75 yards and a likely touchdown. Again, in a game that we'll see uh, if it turns into a shootout, Lundy and I again are on the under there. Let's go to the world of the NBA. Give me the over on the number one overall pick, Kate Cunningham of the Pistons. One and a half steals against the Pacers at plus 120. Kate Cunningham has done this in his last three games, totaling eight steals over that stretch. He had uh, two swipes against the Pacers back on November 17th in Indiana, 13th most opponent steals per game allowed. College basketball, give me the under. And the Duke App State game on 140 and a half. Pull this line from points bet. Duke number 14 of the country in adjusted defensive efficiency in App State, 200 plus in six different offensive categories. Uh, so I think Duke will. Batten down the hatches here, really tighten up, apply the stranglehold on the Mountaineers and end up keeping this game under the 140 and a half. And there you go. That is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. If you enjoy this program, please drop us a rating and a review. It helps us out tremendously. Follow Lundy on social media on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Check out his uh, television show, You Bet, tonight on Altitude TV. Check your guide for local channel and times. Uh, And as well, you can follow me on social media, at Noisy Huevos. And as always, until next time, feed or follow that is up to you. Feed the noise.